chiropractors, physical therapists, personal trainers. If you want to work with clients online, but you're not quite sure how, I'm going to walk you through three business ideas for your online business right here. Welcome to the Health Runner Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. The goal is to work online, okay? So the benefits, obviously, of working online are you can make a lot more money. Trust me, I've been at this for a very long time, 17 years. You can make a lot more money online, help a lot more people, and have total time and location freedom, okay? But if you're not sure how to do that, I want to let you know that that's not a good enough reason for you not to do this. Assuming working online is what you want to do. You didn't know how to adjust spines before you went to chiropractic college, right? That's why you went to chiropractic college, to learn how to do that. Same thing here. As you're learning a new skill, it's very doable. And let's talk about this. Okay. So first thing I want you to understand is that you should be getting paid for what you know, not what you do. Okay. So right now you're getting paid for manually touching people, adjusting them, helping them in person. You have to understand that you have infinitely more knowledge than what you can do with people in person. And what that means is you've been in school for four years undergrad, four plus years post-grad. You have a lot of understanding of how the body works, how to solve specific issues. And, I, and I'm, I'm willing to bet that you could probably help someone else without ever touching them just based on your expertise and guidance of like how to reduce back pain, how to solve knee issues through some self-directed stuff that you could prescribe to them, okay? So I want you to think about this. How do I get paid for what I know, not what I do? How do I get paid for using my brain, not my body? Cool? Second thing is that your clients results will actually be way better than when they see you in person. Before you start throwing stuff at the screen here, let me explain myself. Listen, some of my closest friends are chiropractors, physios. I was a trainer, nutritionist. I get this, okay? So I'm not saying there's not a place for manual therapy. But what I'm saying is having been a patient and obviously having helped thousands of other health practitioners, it's a very passive experience for the patients. They come into the clinic, they lay on the table, and they're done. In and out. It's very transactional. They get better temporarily, you make a little bit of money for that one session, and then they go back to their life, and then they come back in when they don't feel as hot, and it's the same non-stop back and forth. The problem with that is that it's a transactional model for you as a business owner, but also for them as the patient. What we prescribe for our clients is more of a transformational model. So when you work with clients online, what happens is they actually have to do the work. Oh, who would have thought, right? They actually can't just lay on a table and experience a virtual adjustment. So what does that mean? It means they actually have to do something. And we know, even if you're working with clients in person, you know that if you have your clients or patients do stuff on their own between sessions, they will improve their outcomes, right? Exactly. And that's exactly why working with people virtually is better for them because it's less demanding on you and more about them. So that's why we've seen, you know, regardless of the profession, manual therapists in many cases getting better results for their clients online than they were in the clinic. And I'm going to share four specific examples with you. So keep watching. Third, okay, so you have to have confidence that online is better than brick and mortar. Okay, now this is something you have to just kind of really sell yourself on because someone's coming into your world virtually, they're going to ask themselves, why should I work with a chiropractor or a physical therapist or anyone online when I could just go down the street to my local chiropractor or my local gym or whatever and do the work there? You have to be able to address that and you have to, with conviction, tell them that's a terrible idea. Working with me virtually is way better. How you do that, obviously you can watch some of my other videos. It's something we help our clients with, whatever. Don't worry about the how, like the how is figureoutable if you have the right guidance. 
what I'm, I'm sharing with you is you have to be able to overcome that skepticism or that possible alternative. Because if someone's like, well, like, I don't fundamentally believe you virtually can help my back pain, they're not going to work with you. So when we're working at clients who are manual therapists, this is the one point where I find they get stuck sometimes. And the thing is, the ones who do the best are the ones who are able to clearly with conviction articulate why working with them virtually is way better for their clients than if they saw someone in person. You have to remember that, it's very important. So these are the three facets for you as a manual therapist to really think about if you wanna succeed online. I get these conversations sometimes on social, like, hey, tell me how I can do this stuff online. I'm like, that's for you to figure out. I'll give you some frameworks here, but I can't get in your head and tell you what you should already know, having been in school and practice for like 10 to 15 years. You discount your own knowledge. You think that, oh, it's no big deal. No one knows anything. No one even knows to drink water is important, okay? So don't discount what you know. Let me walk you through three things or three business ideas that I've seen our clients do successfully. You know, maybe this will give you a bit of uh, food for thought, okay? So first thing is we look at pain reduction. So this is really simple if you're a physical therapist, chiropractor, osteopath, someone who deals with this stuff in person anyways. Pain reduction slash like improved range of motion type of stuff, okay? So how could I help someone reduce pain in, in whatever area of the body? It doesn't have to be generalized pain. Like it could be knee pain, it could be shoulder pain, it could be limited mobility, you know, for tennis players, whatever it is. How can I help them if I never saw them in person? And this is where your brilliance can come out. It's like I would prescribe these soft tissue exercises. I would do these range of motion exercises. I would have them kind of do some mobility work doing this and some strength and you know whatever and you basically build out a protocol a curriculum that would suit these types of clients but one of the things i talk about is single target market single pain or problem okay because when you have one target market let's just use the example of shoulder pain you have one curriculum for everyone okay the challenge with brick and mortar businesses is that you can become successful in spite of yourself without any clear messaging and no marketing you have people just fall into your lap and that's very dangerous because you can get away with that for a short amount of time until you have to proactively market yourself and then it's like i help everyone well good luck with that it's never going to happen online no one's going to see you online and if they see you in your generalist you're dead so you become for instance the shoulder pain specialist helping tennis players improve their serve i don't know like something like that it doesn't have to be tennis players it can just be like shoulder pain you know, type of stuff. And it could also be a very specific type of shoulder pain that you can filter through in your marketing. So for instance, I work specifically with impingement syndrome, okay? But if you have like bursitis or something else going on, uh, there's nothing I can do for you, right? So you can qualify people properly so that when you have people coming through, you know that they can all follow the same curriculum and that like 10% of people are not gonna be like, well, this doesn't apply to me because I have this other messed up issue that wasn't considered in the first place. So you can be very specific with who you wanna work with. Like for instance, we have a lot of fertility, sort of functional medicine doctors who work with fertility. And it's like, well, who, who do you wanna stay away from? Like, so women that are over 45 years old, well, could you help them? Well, maybe. It's like, well, why would you even wanna market to them? If you maybe could help them, who do you get the best results for? 30, 35, cool, just target, you know, talk to them. Who else? Like, what are some other things like cofactors, comorbidity issues that you want to avoid? Well, like if someone has endometriosis, it's hard to really get them, you know, pregnant, whatever. Cool. So you avoid people with endometriosis. Say like, this is not for you, sadly, um, if you have endometriosis. You're just very clear. Like for us, we don't work with health professionals who've never worked with a paying client. Well, you're, you're like, I don't give a fuck. I can't help you if you don't know how to help other people. Now, if you've helped people in person, that's fine. You can take that same expertise and confidence and experience online. You just have to know how to do that. But if you never help someone and they've not paid you money, I can do nothing for you. I'm sorry, because I'll show you how to market and grow your business, but I can't help you help clients. That's you, right? 
So you have to be very specific about who you are willing and not willing to work with. When it comes to pain, reduction, range of motion, think about who could you produce a result for a single target market if you were to walk them through a curriculum that would be self-directed on their own and that you come in with accountability, some coaching, et cetera, on top of that, okay? It's a really, really simple business example of many clients who've done very well with it. So I'll give you a couple of examples. So Susie, one of our clients, the physical therapist, and she specializes in knee pain, a specific type of knee pain, okay? And she's been working with people across Canada and the US now for, for two years online. And, you know, she's built a six-figure business and she's never seen any of her clients in person, okay? Another one of our clients, Tom, uh, he's an osteopath in the UK. He's just a beast. Like he works with Hollywood celebrities and so forth. And he's just like, I know exactly how to help people. And I've worked with many people online before and I know this protocol works. Boom. Uh, Charlie, physical therapist, the most he had ever made in his physical practice was 10K per month and working with everyone. When he started working with us, this is uh, just when the pandemic had started. So he's obviously forced to come online at that time. He was making $24,000 per month within a few months of starting and only focusing on helping women with sciatica. And they were getting better results than he was getting with his clients or patients in person. And the reason for that is because, again, there's a self-directed curriculum where the person has to actually do piriformis work, sit on a lacrosse ball, do some dynamic mobility stuff. Like the patient or the client actually has to do something. And when people actively do something toward their own healing, they get better results. I think we understand this, right? It's not rocket science. So I'm not discounting hands-on work, but I'm also saying you don't have to do that for the rest of your life if you don't want to. There is this other world that a lot of people are working in now that a lot of customers, consumers, clients are preferring to work virtually because speed and convenience. They don't have to sit in waiting rooms. They don't have to sit in traffic. They don't have to deal with all the nonsense of leaving their house. I am one of those people. I don't like doing any of that stuff. Okay. Like no one's saying like you have to run a clinic. You have to have a brick and mortar practice. I would never tell someone to set up a brick and mortar practice. You have to understand like you are so much more valuable than spending 10 hours a day in your clinic and not seeing your family, not getting paid what you're worth and only helping a fraction of the number of people you could be helping otherwise. So that's just my thought. But if you're watching this, I think you're starting to think this. Okay. Two. So let's look at another example. So let's look at weight loss slash like metabolic stuff. Okay trainers, physical therapists, chiropractors, it doesn't matter. Okay. Like if you have expertise in any kind of metabolic stuff, you can probably help clients. And I'm not saying because the weight loss is a huge market, you should be opportunistic, opportunistic and jump into that. I'm not saying that I'm saying where you feel you have the most expertise and confidence in delivering results. It doesn't matter what market you enter. Those markets are huge. You will find enough clients who are going to pay you premium prices and you will build a very, very successful business on your terms, but you have to figure out, okay, I'm not just going to do weight loss because weight loss is big. If you've never worked with clients on weight loss, don't do that online. Two of our clients, uh, Beth and Elliot, they had a chiropractic clinic. And when the pandemic hit, they got decimated. Like they lost like 70% of the revenue, like literally overnight. And that's when they found us. And obviously they're not adjusting spines online. So what did they do? They moved to offering weight loss coaching virtually, but in their clinic, there was also one of their specialties. So you're not adjusting someone and helping them lose weights. I mean, maybe there's some neurological benefits. I don't know, but they had expertise through different modalities offline and knowledge that then they could transfer 
online to help those patients or those clients. Ryan, one of our biggest success stories, you know, they were, they had a chiropractic clinic, they're on the verge of bankruptcy. They took a $40,000 loan just to survive at the end of 2019. They came across our work and they're like, man, we got to do this. By uh, March, 2020, they were $358,000 per month with their coaching business online. And I share this story with people and they're like, that's crazy. He must be scamming people. There's no way it's possible. Here's the thing. They now do more than 3.2 million per month and they've built the world's largest coaching program for Hashimoto's. So those with Hashimoto's, that's what they help with. Now, they're not doing that by adjusting people online. They had a specialty and expertise in functional medicine. And so they took that, obviously, from whenever they had that offline previously. And they said, you know what, with this expertise that we have, we can help people more from a knowledge perspective, layered with coaching and accountability, et cetera, and a, and a community of like-minded people to support them in this virtual setting. And they've built an incredible business that has helped thousands, thousands more than they ever did in the lifetime of their brick and mortar practice. And they've been able to donate millions of dollars to charity and do stuff that has just been so much more impactful than what they were doing in person. Again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with in-person brick and mortar stuff. It's just limited. Like the reason we don't help practitioners with their brick and mortar is because I fundamentally have an issue helping somebody build their own prison. Okay. So third is athletic performance. So this, again, and it doesn't matter if you're a physical therapist, chiropractor, personal trainer, there's a lot of overlap, right? I mean, I know a lot of chiropractors who are certified strength conditioning specialists. As you're watching this, I don't care what your profession is. I want you to think about, this sounds like something I can do, right? And trust me, I started off as a personal trainer and nutritionist. I worked like that for seven years, like 28 hours a day. I was burnt out. When I came online, I had no clue what I was doing and eventually figured it out and grew a very large business and sold it eventually. And obviously with Healthpreneur, we've generated eight figures and helped thousands of health practitioners. I are the leader in the world at helping health professionals because we are very, very good at what we do. But if you suck at what you do, we can't help you. Okay. Now you don't suck at what you do because you're awesome. But I need you to think outside the box. I need you to think of maybe there is a way where I could actually do stuff online. And I'm hopefully giving you some ideas here that can get that wheel turning. So athletic performance, uh, actually a buddy of mine, he's not actually a client anymore, but back in the day, he was a personal trainer, fitness expert, and he was a former professional tennis player, which is pretty cool because I love tennis too. And so he built a business online coaching other people on tennis and what he would do. So like, I just want to give you some delivery ideas here. So he would analyze people's serve as an example. So they would serve and they'd have a camera on the serve and they'd send in the footage. And then for his higher level clients, he would analyze the footage, give them feedback. It was awesome. It was kind of like game reviews. So that's an idea of like for athletes, how you could help them improve their performance, even if you never saw them in person. Now, one thing I'll mention with athletic performance, I would very strongly recommend, and when I say very strongly recommend, I mean, never try to help college athletes, high school students, or people who don't have money. Okay. So basically that cohort, you might be able to get away with it in the brick and mortar. The parents are paying for it. Cool. That's fine. The challenge online is that number one, you're dealing with skepticism and a severe lack of trust. It is the biggest barrier to building a virtual practice or coaching business online. You might be watching this video and you're like, this guy's full of shit. If we were talking in person, it'd be a very, very different story because I'm a real person even though I'm on video here, but there's a very different feeling when people are with you in person. That's the biggest obstacle you have to be aware of. Building a virtual business is very, very hard. It's very hard. It's infinitely harder than a brick and mortar. If you don't have what it takes to go through the ups and downs of doing that, stop watching this video and go back to seeing patients 12 hours a day. Okay. I'm serious about this. It's very hard but anything great isn't easy. And I can tell you having been online 100% for 17 years, it's a million percent worth it. I've made 
fortunes online. And I've helped more importantly, hundreds of thousands of people. When I was working one-on-one -on -one with clients, I mean, in a year I might help a hundred. I don't know, for me, that wasn't enough. I wanted to leave a dent in this world and I spend all of my time with my kids. I've got four kids. When I was working 12, 14 hours a day, this is before I had kids, I would never have seen them if I was still doing that. Now I wake up, I have breakfast with them, I can walk into school, I can pick them up, I can play with them whenever I want. Yes, I work in the business obviously and I love what I do, but I travel with them, we do whatever we want. I own my life, right? The business doesn't own me, but when you're trading time for money, when you have to be in a clinic, it's a fucking nightmare. Okay, if you're at that point in your journey, like maybe you just have to go through a couple more years of it before you're like, you know what, maybe he's right. That's all good though, I'm not judging, right? That's just my perspective. So pain reduction, weight loss, metabolic stuff, athletic performance improvements. Those are kind of three big ideas that you could run very profitably and successfully in an online fashion. But again, going back up to here is you have to have the know-how. You have to know how to do that. You have to understand that you have to believe you can produce better results online than they would get elsewhere if they went offline. And your clients will get better results because they have to show up and do the work in a different fashion than if they were only coming in and just getting treated by you, okay? It's really, really important. And listen, I've, I've been on the receiving end of a lot of care over my life and I love people in the space, which is why we serve it. I've been to physios for shoulder stuff, Keely stuff, sadly, it never got better because it was, I'd come in and when should I come in next? So like, ah, I don't know, whenever you want. I'm like, what do you mean whatever I want? Tell me exactly what I need to do. I need to see you three times. You're going to do this between sessions. I need you to track. This is not how most businesses and practices are run, which is why I fundamentally don't think most patients are being served well. In a coaching business, a virtual practice, when you are selling an outcome, not one hour of your time, you are forced to create something that the clients will go through independent of your time with them. And because of that, they do the work and get better results. You come in on top of that for accountability, coaching, check-ins, feedback. They continue doing the work. You come in on top of that. And then you build a community of other clients who are on the same path. And it's amazing, right? This is why our clients continually talk about how they're getting better results for their clients virtually than they did in their clinics, okay? I really just want you to be open-minded to the possibility that this is actually happening. Even if it's not a reality for you right now, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. And if you're gonna ask me for like, I need your clients' names and websites, it's never gonna happen, okay? It's something called privacy, but I need you to be open-minded enough to understand that why would I make this stuff up? I have zero interest and benefit of even conversing with someone who's skeptical. I don't care if you do this stuff. I don't care if you work with us, but I do care about you living a good quality of life and living a life that impacts people in the way you want to, right? So all I'm asking is that you're open-minded to the possibility that this is actually happening, even though you're not aware of it. Fair enough? Okay, so let me ask you this. What's stopping you? What's stopping you from doing stuff online? Fear of the unknown. What if this doesn't work? Well, it's probably not going to with that mindset. I'm supposed to know everything before I get started. Really? Did you know how to adjust spines before you went to chiropractic college? No. Fear of the unknown is the one thing that stops everyone from achieving their dreams. I didn't know how to do any of this stuff before I came online. You commit first and then you figure out the rest later. That's how this works. There's always gonna be unknowns. You step on a plane, you don't know if it's gonna stay in the sky, right? You walk across the street at a stoplight, you don't know for sure that every car is gonna stop. Welcome to the real world of uncertainty, but I'm willing to bet that you have a little bit of an entrepreneurial edge inside of you, which is like, you know what? I can deal with a little bit of uncertainty because you are your certainty. In a world that is very uncertain, you have to be the one thing that is certain. So you have to believe in yourself. So fear of the unknown, fuck it. Just move forward, you'll figure it out. Second, 
What about the fear of seeing your life fly by before your eyes and sitting on the sideline the whole way through? I have a number of friends that I, I don't really hang out with anymore, obviously, because, you know, sometimes you just evolve and they don't. And I remember one of them saying like, hey man, you're, you're really lucky you built this, this, this cool life. I'm like, we talking about lucky. I made a decision in 2005 to stop grinding away and to actually build the dream. I'm not lucky. I mean, maybe I'm lucky in certain circumstances, but I made a decision and I worked my ass off. So what have you done, right? You've made choices that have led you to where you are. I'm talking to my friend in this case. That's that's just the decision. For me, the fear of unknown, the fear of the unknown, I, I, can, I can deal with that. The fear of the known for me is intolerable. I know that if I stayed working 12, 14 hours a day, one-on-one, -on -one, I knew what the outcome of that was going to be. There's going to be life of misery. And I knew that with hundred percent certainty, because that's what I was living for seven years. The fear of the unknown for me, was like, it's going to be way better than this. That's what I know. Even though I don't know what the hell it's going to look like, I know it's going to be better than this. And man, if I were still working in that capacity, like I was 17 years ago, holy shit, there is so much in my life I would not have been able to experience or create or the people have been able to help, it's just insane. I want you to get disturbed by the fact that if you've been thinking about going online, but you're like, oh, I gotta get all this stuff perfect first, you're not gonna get stuff perfect. You'll 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 put the minimum viable product out there, you'll get feedback from the marketplace and your clients will make it better and it never ends. That's just the way it goes, okay? You need to get viscerally disturbed by what it's costing you to not build your dream, okay? Because you're, you're in a rowboat right now and you're just like, oh man, I'm just rowing, I'm rowing. Meanwhile, you have this friggin' cruise ship over here that you can build, but you're like, oh, I'm too busy rowing. You're in the wrong boat and you're rowing your ass off. What I'm suggesting to you is take some time throughout the week to start building the friggin' dream, the cruise ship. When I transitioned online in 2005, here's exactly the three steps I went through. Number one is I said, I need to put some time aside every day, but I, I don't have any, I don't have any income coming in from online stuff. So what am I going to do? I can't cut all my clients. So I took an hour at lunch instead of talking with random people. I put myself in an office at the gym I was working at, and I just started working on something. I don't even know what the hell I was doing. I had no rhyme or reason, no strategy, no direction. So I was, you know, I wasted my time for a long time. Don't make that mistake. But I did something. Then I started to get a little bit of traction. And I said, you know what? I need to put more focus and attention on this. And so therefore I looked at, okay, I'm going to take two days a week and I'm going to just, I'm only working on my business online. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, whatever it was. So I'd work with clients, you know, seven days a week, but Tuesdays and Thursdays there were my off days for my online stuff. And in those days, I just cranked out what I needed to crank out. Did that for like another year, year and a bit. And then I just got rid of all of my clients who I didn't want to work with anymore, which is pretty much everyone, except for a handful of people who I loved hanging out with. And we just kind of shot the shit and hung out, right? That's how it started. Now, it, for me, it took three years to go from starting online to actually building a six-figure business. I went through three years of major financial struggle because I was stupid. I was stupid in the sense that I thought I could figure out everything by myself. That would be like learning chiropractic from YouTube videos. That's kind of how I was operating. Meanwhile, we help our clients build six and seven figure businesses, in some cases, six to 12 months, right? So our whole goal is to help you you know, time compressed five to seven years of growth and results in 12 months or less. And that's what we've helped our clients do. And yes, some clients take longer, some, you know, some clients get in their own way. But when you have guidance and direction, especially when you don't know what you're doing, it is just, it's more important than ever. So again, I don't share that with you. I'm not trying to sell you on anything. If you want to work with us, you know, you can figure out how to do that. Um, there's probably a link or something in the description. But my goal here is to just give you some ideas about how to think outside the box and let you know that it's very, very possible because there are thousands of people in your profession, right? Right now, who are helping more people, making more money, and living a better quality of life. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with your quality of life, but if you're watching this, you might be thinking to yourself, I'm tired, I'm burnt out, I'm grinding away, I can't keep doing this, I want to be with my kids, I want to travel, I want to do other things. 
none of that's going to happen with your brick and mortar. Okay. I mean, it can, but the likelihood of it is going to be pretty slim. And remember, you're starting a business online. It's a whole new skill set, right? It's going to take some learning. You have to build new skills, right? You're climbing new hills. You have to build new skills. Don't expect things to be easy. I'm telling you, it's going to be fucking hard. And if you're not okay with that and just keep grinding away, but it's going to be harder if you stay in what you're doing. Okay. So be conscious of the fact that you have to build new skills. You have to learn about marketing. You have to learn about business. You have to learn about how to persuade people and have conversations with total strangers and convert them into paying clients. If they've never seen you in person, it's a different skill set. Now, obviously you have the experience of having helped people for years, perhaps, and that's the superpower. And that's the thing that matters most. Everything else is figure outable, but if you don't have experience working with people and you've not got expertise in your domain, well, you got to do that first, right? So anyways, hopefully this makes sense. Hopefully this video has given you some ideas around how you can take your expertise, knowledge, and experience and turn it into a thriving virtual practice. If you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, what do I do exactly? How do I get clients? How do I build out a coaching program? How do I do all this stuff? We help our clients with this every single day, like A to Z, we have everything figured out, okay? And thanks for hanging out. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthprinter. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search healthprinter and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.